dude i've watched like six seasons of frasier so how good is frasier though uh, it's almost like we did a whole episode on it because it's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, no, genuinely, like we've been really enjoying it. It's taken over our lives. We've been drinking a lot of sherry. Um, oh, good. I don't think I, I don't think I got that far. I've never had sherry. Um, we can recommend ones not to drink. <laughs> okay, good. Have you have you had any worth recommending? Yeah, there's some better ones. Okay. <laughs> G'day folks and welcome to Hey Brew, the podcast about beer and storytelling. Each week one of us brings the beer and often a related story. Usually it works with the beer in some way. And um, my name is Elliot. My name is Mike. Ah, As usual, the most consistent part of the show is the inconsistency of my intro. One day I'll just read the script. Yeah, you're like, uh, you know when you like take a shot with a basketball and it just goes around the edge of the hoop forever before actually falling Mm. in? That's your intro. Like you get, all, you hit all the parts of it, but eventually <laughs> it gets there. Yeah, I like to think of it as like um, someone on a very long life support. Okay, that's a way more grim way of phrasing <laughs> the same thing. Maybe I'll maybe I'll move maybe I'll move on very swiftly. Yeah, let's. All right, cool. <laughs> Mike had any interesting beers recently? Or any interesting beer news? Uh, yeah, I got my hands on the latest round of Garage Project's fresh IPA series, uh, the August can. I don't um, know if I had that. I think I had the July. I don't think I've had the August yet. Yeah. So the, the August one, they've kind of stepped up the, the very opaque orange juice looking nature of it. It's one of those mm. sort of hazy Nipah sort of joints. Um, it's really tasty. Like it's, again, like that whole series has been pretty high oh, quality banging. pretty high quality there's been like maybe some dips with a couple of them but even then it's like not by much yeah but um, a garage project dip is still a yeah. good bar to be at uh i i, I really enjoy it I, b- I bought a four pack because i knew that i was likely to enjoy it um i think i've had a couple of them already uh the other the other night but uh yeah they're, they're real good the, the artwork on it as well s- similar with garage projects uh track record the artwork on it's real nice it's got like mm. they look like pigeons or or like in different disguises or with different number of eyes it's a real weird looking thing yeah that sounds it i, I, but I it's, need to but I it's need just to like that it's just like cartoon pigeons heads in profile so they're kind of it's it's a, it's a good looking can i like it okay yeah i'm into that i, I yeah. will need to find that because that sounds cool mm. um i've got their um is it called Mississippi Voodoo Queen or New Orleans Voodoo Queen? Yeah, I know uh, Louisiana, isn't it? Louisiana Voodoo Queen. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, in in the fridge, the the big Belgian mm-hmm. is it triple or a quad or something? Something like, like that. Yeah. All kinds of madness going on. I'm very excited about it. Partly because the name, I was like, hell yeah, but um, mm-hmm. more like in a southern accent, hell yeah. Um, okay. And at some point, I think I'm going to treat myself to a day of probably trying to finish off. Um, the Outer Worlds, which I've been playing before I moved, uh, um, and drink that and have a lovely day to mm. myself. Maybe yeah. some jerky, maybe some cheese. Look, man. Gotta just plan my next weekend. This is perfect. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say, like, what else are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's a really good point. Uh, <laughs> any other fun? Um, not so much. Yeah, that, that's like all the other beers I've got. I talked about last time. They're all mm-hmm. they're all those stouts that I'm working my way through. Um, yeah, haven't actually got anything else new in the fridge since then. Yeah, totally fair. I mean, we 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 finished our keg of um, Zach's um, Easy IPA, Easy Pale Ale, a little while ago. It's that one went from alarmingly fast in a, from in the north. north. Yeah. yeah, got a stout that I'm brewing at the moment, which I'm very excited about. I tasted the other day; it's very good, and it's coming in at about seven percent as well. I think it's six point right. seven, so that's good. And then I've got um, 
uh, yeah, yesterday I was just um, drinking Peronis. It was a really nice day. I sat outside with a grazing platter, me and my housemate, and drank Peronis in the sun because it just felt like that kind of day for it. And I hadn't yeah. had a, a nice European lager in a while. It's almost yeah, certainly it's, not brewed in Italy, and you, you know, it's it's almost uh, it's almost spring drinking weather, and um, it really is. I, I like it's annoying it. because we've not really had a winter, but we've not been allowed to enjoy it. It's been a very very mild, sunny, dry winter in Australia. Yeah, it has a bit. At least in Victoria, um, I'm looking I'm looking forward to at least being able to sit on my rooftop and have a beer um, in the sun. Maybe maybe go and work up there. Can, given that I'm working from home and this office is nice, but I'd like to. Sit some fresh every now and then, <laughs> dude. Man, I think it's like seventeen degrees tomorrow. Okay, maybe I'll maybe I'll go up there tomorrow. Treat I yourself. I, I probably won't day drink, but um, I got to work. You could have a you could have a lunch. You could have lunch out there. Che- maybe have a little lunch beer. beer. Yeah, yeah, just a wee yeah. one. Little a beer as a treat. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Use that meme in a while. I love that. <laughs> one of my favorites. Mike can have little a beer as a treat <laughs> during the workday. Don't tell my boss. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear the beauty of working from home you're your own boss yeah I've, I, I, I've managed not to start like drinking during the day yet but i did have a can on friday with lunch because it's like friday i would go to the pub anyway for lunch yeah i mean i, mean, I had I'm, a can on I'm, friday i'm still putting jeans on because that is like a good mental trigger for myself to go oh yeah it's time to work yeah i'm, do- I'm doing that again now like for a little while when i was living alone i was working in pajamas quite a bit and then i was just like no yeah no it's not a slippery slope anymore. yeah <laughs> No, but I had a can on Friday lunch and then I had a meeting and lunch lunch was over a bit faster than I intended. And I was in a meeting still drinking my can and I realized I was like, oh shit, better. No, that's, that's a power drink move. I like quick. that. Yeah. Just hold up a I did wonder boy why just I, really slowly. Well, I said to the guy like, hey, if there's anything else I can, you know, commit to this project or anything, you let me know. And he's like, oh, I, I guess I'll let you know. And he's like, now I know why. Uh-huh. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I commit the party. That's what I commit. Yeah. Which is obviously what they look for in my organization. Just send them a four-pack and smooth it over. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, no, no, can't be bribing. Or could I? Mm. No. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the beer situation on the episode is a little different today. Yes. Due to the unprecedented level of down lockage that we're in. Yeah, and also like beer stock is hard to get. Like I was talking to a friend of mine up in Brisbane and she was like, you know, looking for some beer recommendations. Um, so obviously I was like, here's a bunch that I know really well from Victoria. Uh, she was like, yeah, they all sound like the kind of stuff I want to try. Good luck finding them in Queensland, basically. Um, yeah, pretty much. And even within Victoria, it's getting kind of hard to to find some things. Uh, the, the the beers that I... Uh, I had two beers that would have fit for today's episode, um, which honestly was a bit of a... Uh, I looked in the fridge and tried to figure something out. So that I wouldn't have to go anywhere. Uh, this this lockdown's affected us the worst. Uh, like I, <laughs> I, I I was also totally prepared to be like, look, just grab our beer and I'll find our story. It just won't be related this time, and I'm fine yeah, with doing that. Uh, also, at the end of the day, it's our podcast, and fuck anyone who wants to tell exactly, us what to do. We can do what we want. Um, they're often tangentially related stories. That is not always. That's a really good point. Yeah. When I say that, I usually mean that sometimes it's not that tangential. Yeah, but sometimes I suppose it's right you can interpret nose. it both ways. <laughs> um, but yeah, and like the the two beers that I I sent you, and I was like, hey, either of these would work if you can find them. If not, just asked out will be fine. Um, yeah. So unfortunately, yeah. I've got for, I've gone for asked out. <laughs> yeah, but like one one of one of the stouts was like a Hot Nation one, which is the one I have uh, that you know sold out really quickly. 
Uh, and the other one was one that I can't remember when I got it, but it must just, you know, must be out at this point. Um, but that's just how it is, you know, like we're, we're adapting, we're trying to, we're trying to get through. Um, this, this is still like a relatively easy show to, to make. Uh, it's just, it's yeah. not as easy as me buying two beers and going, here's yours, here's mine, we're good to go. Well, the other thing is as well, like we're, we're, we're still making efforts of stuff like, I mean, we're, we're trying our best. I mean, right yeah. now, both of us are still wearing, I mean, I assume you are, but both of us are still wearing trousers. I mean, it's I can stand hours. up and show you my jeans. Good to. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'd, I'd rather live in mystery. But like, okay. yeah, we're still putting some amount of effort in just like, it's just not easy to fulfill all of them. Yeah, you've you've got a you've got a holder for your phone so that the camera stays still and looks nice. It's that certainly awesome. wasn't sent to me by work for a different thing. But yeah. yes. You've got it. What does it matter? Yeah, I've got it. Yeah. Yeah, baby, I've got it. Yeah. Shall we uh shall we get into today's Venus. beers? I'm my I guess fire. I should say. Your desire. Um <laughs> yes, let's do it. Okay. I wasn't just <laughs> carry on. Uh, well, the beer that I have, uh, which which was the uh, the recommended beer for today's pairing, uh, <laughs> is the Hop Nation Banana Pastry Stout. Um, the other one I uh, sent to you was the uh, one from Bright Brewing, the Banana Split Stout. Um, so banana yeah, I've stout. I've seen being, that. Yeah, it's it's real nice. Uh, it kind of um, you know you know the taste of like the fake banana lollies. It kind of hits so if- that right on the nose. If your episode's going to be about that sort of thing, please stop no. me now. Cool. No, it's not. So, fun fact. Those are called Cavendish bananas, and it's yes. an extinct strain of banana. A moment. What is, is happening okay in your there? house? No worries. <laughs> yeah. I'm going I'm to leave that in. I don't care. I think um, Hobbsy's iron fist fell off. Was that the jug? There's a glass jug. It just bounced on the tiles. Fuck, that's, that's amazing. That's lucky. Pyrex people, we're not sponsored, but fuck, it's good. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, the, <laughs> that bright brewing banana Do we split want to beat stout. That by- <laughs> nah, fuck it. Um, the banana it's split ISO, baby. <laughs> the banana split stout from Bright like hits that um, that Cavendish banana flavor pretty well. Like it cuts yeah, through right. the stout really nicely. Um, this one, not so much. It's still there i've had it before but i'll i'll get to the actual tasting notes in a when we when we open it yeah. um but sweet what what have you got for today's episode so i have got and this is a beer i have drank before and also if um um if anyone spoke to me about this brewery before filter i've actually recommended this beer as their best beer so, so i don't know if you've had fil- much filter, by filter. With a, filter with a ph right yeah p-h-i-l-t-e-r and i don't mm. know if you've had much of their beer but i find their beers to be fine i find their can design to be amusing but yeah it looks so old school it just looks like a beer your granddad drinks yeah which it unfortunately, looks like german can design yeah which unfortunately for me is like well I, I enjoy the kind of semi-irony in it it also doesn't ever strike me as something i'm particularly like, oh must get that because i do judge a book by its cover and yeah. can design's a really big part of that yeah but they do uh, a red ipa which is perfectly nice an xpa which is perfectly nice and like Every beer of theirs I've had, I've been like, this is good. Mm-hmm. I, I, but that's kind of about it. Like, yeah. um, except this one. Um, so this is the Filter Caribbean Stout. Um, tropical Stout. Um, and it's sort of chocolatey coffee flavors topped off by rum and raisin notes. So it's like uh, Jamaica Stout is what they've called it. Yeah, very good. Yeah, so I'm great. very excited about this because I do really like this beer. And the first time I tried it, um, I was just sat in grape and grain in um, Moorabbin, just uh, 
I drove down there because I was really bored to pick up some beer. And then I saw that they had beer on tap. I was like, well, I might as well get one while I'm in here. Um, yeah. And then I got a can instead. <laughs> yeah, whoops. <laughs> but yeah. But sometimes it be like that. Sometimes it do. Sometimes it do. Uh, what do you say right. we open these things? Do it. I like where you move that down because it looks like you're just moving the mic to your crotch. My crotch. Was that it? Yes. That was that was so super quiet and like low key. Look, I was, it came up in the waveform. I was just trying not to make a mess because it's all right next to my computer. To be honest, it might have just been low key on this um, on these headphones, but it just went. And I was like, yeah, oh. the, yeah. I don't think it actually carried through. All right, I do have uh, this Hop Nation glass that I'm pouring it into, which I'm not sure if you know what the shape of this glass is called. It's kind of like a wide square tulip looking thing. Um, no, I have no idea. Um, my wine glasses are similar, but um, mm. I don't really know what that glass is called. No, I would, I would go with tulip-esque. Yeah, but tul- tulip glasses to me are usually a bit more curved yeah. uh, on the sides. I, I, I don't know if it's just a design thing or if it actually lends anything to it, though, in this yeah. instance. Yeah, like I grabbed one of those uh, those beer cartel glasses that are in the shape of a can, and I was like, "No, wait, it's a Hop Nation beer. What am I doing?" Yeah. I'm using a Moon Dog schooner. Look at Ooh. that, though. That looks like a tasty pint. Mm. Oh, very dark head on that. Yes. One sec. Sorry, Hobbsy's cooking for me. Oh, how this very is, nice. Th- this is our version of um, that guy talking, and his kid walks in the background, We're talking about yeah. North Korea, and the kid doing that. Yeah, walk. you've got a guy dropping a Pyrex jug and offering you dinner. Mate, this is the reality of um, the, the Zoom ISO lifestyle that we all live now, yeah. which is that things happen. This is like um, people being allowed to bring their children to work because life happens outside of work. Yeah, it's, it's actually been really nice to see like people I work with now uh, start to turn off their Zoom backgrounds and just be like, look, my kids are in the background, fucking deal with it. Yeah, I'm actually a big, uh, big in favor of that, like admittedly if it's a meeting and you've just got a screaming kid in your lap and it's a bit like that is that is difficult yeah. but also like it's difficult for you too yeah and right. and also like to everyone's credit no one is like kicking up a fuss it's ah oh, your kid's making noise someone like if it's getting in the way it'd be like hey we can hear the kid practicing the trumpet in the next room do you mind just muting yeah, the kid while can fuck not- the trumpet off <laughs> yeah <laughs> no it was great like we were having this meeting with the guy <laughs> that in the specifically US. something that happened yes yes we were fuck having em. this we're having a no we're having this training session with a guy in the US so it was like his evening um and it was about like how we enter our time to track it against projects and it's like important stuff for us right uh and then he's like getting near the end of the presentation and then there's just like lo- a low volume trumpet noise in the background and someone pointed it out he's like yep it's trumpet time that that was just like it <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we all know that trumpet time yeah. happens to yeah. everyone yeah it's uh, 6.30. Uh, it's time for trumpets. <laughs> it's time for the shipping forecast. Yeah. Hello, friend. Anyway, I'm going to um, drink this beer. You should You should do the same. Yeah, I'm going to talk for a moment while you do that because um, while you were talking, I got distracted and started drinking mine. Um, it is very tasty. Um, there's, there's a few things I can say about this beer is that, yeah, the coffee flavor comes through quite strongly on this filter one. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's, but not in a bitter way. It's like the taste of coffee without the like sharp bitterness that a lot of coffee stouts get, mm. um, which I think is a really, really nice touch that they can do that. Yeah. Um, this uh, Hop Nation banana pastry stout. Now, I'm not sure too much about like pastry stout as a style, what 
like I don't think I've had too many of them, but it's basically just like a really nice smooth stout. Um, mm. Kind of similar to what you're saying. It's, it doesn't have a lot of the bitterness. It's kind of a bit more desserty, bit sweeter. Yeah. Um, like it's nice and rich and like kind of that toasty oatmeal sort of flavor in there. And the banana flavor is subtle, but it's definitely there. It, it kind of yeah. just, ling- it, that, that little bit of sweetness just lingers at the end and you're like, huh, there it is. It's, it's so not that's like what- straight in the face when you, when you drink it. Yeah, absolutely. And I actually think we might have spoke about that beer in the mm. what have you been drinking section in another podcast. Yeah. And I think we said the same thing is that those um, Hop Nation Stouts are, have got those flavors, but they are subtle, which is yeah, cool. I'm really yeah. into that. Yes. Yeah, sometimes um, sometimes I want one where it's like, hey, you're going to taste a coffee bean under your tongue with this one. Yeah. Um, and sometimes yeah, this- you want it to just trickle over. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is, so they did three of these pastry stouts. The first one was the coffee, which I've got similar sort of deal. Um, you know, it's a nice light coffee flavor on a pastry stout. It's very good. Um, this one being the second one they put out. And then the third was the peanut butter, which despite being the last one to come out was the first to sell out. And I still haven't mm. been able to try it despite it being no, probably my ideal stout flavor in terms of what I want to try right now. Yeah. Well, they had it in bottle house for a while and I was like, Oh, I'll get it next mm. time. I'll get it next time. I'll get it now. Bulls. Yeah, um, I, I just missed the announcement life. from Hop Nation of like, hey, here's a three-part stout series. You could buy all of them in a pack direct from us. Yeah. That would have been great. One error from us. One error mm. on our part. Mm. Um, I did order some more Hop Nation beer recently and then drank it all within about pff, yeah. a week. It's a, pr- it's a problem, right? Like, they're so good and they're so easy to get. And you're just like, nah, I'll have one. It's incredibly local for me. So they'll just drop yeah. it off while they're on their way to places. Yeah, I remember it was like the first the first real set of lockdown restrictions we had. I did an order from them. Yeah, you and uh, I both did one. Yeah, you got it within and, like two days, didn't you? Yeah, but I'm in Northcote, which is like, you know, not not really convenient for them, but they drove it out here in the Hop Nation van. Yeah, they did the same for me in St. Kilda. Yeah. It was wicked. Yeah, it We've was gone wild. quite off topic. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, this beer is really nice and I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah, I think um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sit back and enjoy this one as well while you tell us a lovely story. Um, yeah. There was gonna I was gonna ask you something. Oh yeah, so no, one thing I was gonna say actually, um, bit of beer wankery. Um, apologies. Uh, with the banana stout, I'd be really interested to know how they've achieved it because when you drink like a certain Belgian beers, wheat mm. beers, they had they can you can get banana, clove, and bubblegum flavors from mm-hmm. the temperatures you ferment your beer at. So okay. higher temperatures give you like a bubble gummy flavor, slightly lower temperatures give you banana flavor. And yep. then like if you've temp- temperature from it very low in a wheat beer, it's just very clean wheaty flavor. But you want to get those banana or bubblegum flavors. They're called esters and it's from the okay. higher temperatures of the yeast. So I wonder if that's what they've done here is just giving it a slightly higher temperature to get that banana flavor yeah, out or I, they've put something in there. I really wish I could tell you there's nothing on this can about ingredients or process. Nah. It does say it contains lactose, but that's it. Yeah, no, that's yeah. not relevant. I, I think, I think, at least I don't think it's relevant. I think I'd be interested to ask them when lockdown opens and we can go down there because it's my oh, you'd, second you'd local send brewery. send them a message and be like, hey, I'm curious, how do you do this? Because it's I mental. I do lots of things. <laughs> <laughs> I've been quoting Jimmy Tightlips quite a lot recently. Mm. Jimmy, did you see the shooter? I see lots of things. You know, you could be more helpful. <laughs> <laughs> what do I tell the doctor? Yeah, tell him to go suck a lemon. Uh, we've hit our quota. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> sweet um all right so mike tell me lies tell me sweet little lies well they won't be lies they'll story. be incredibly true things that i looked up mostly today um 
Not just true, uh, incredibly true. Well, I hope so. Or Wikipedia is in trouble. Mostly. Mm. I had other sources, um, but yeah. most of them were Wikipedia or at least Wikipedia in the first instance. Um, well, I believe in it. you and I believe in Wikipedia. So let's hit it. And also right. that's where we source everything else from. So pretty much. <laughs> uh, so today um, we're going to go from the banana stout to talking about the big banana. Uh, but so it mainly so it doesn't feel like an advertisement for the big banana. We're going to talk about uh, also more broadly Australia's big things. I'm I'm very excited by this because I've never seen one of the Australian classic big things except no. for at Gumbaya Park as you go to out towards Gippsland. There's a big pheasant, but I'm not sure if it counts as one of the quote yes, big things. That, that was on the list. It's not on the list of the ones that I've I've got to talk about today, but that did come up, and that thing is I think it's been like out of commission since 2013, so it's kind of in disrepair. I believe so. Yes. Yeah. They, they had uh, decommissioned the large pheasant. Yeah. There's um. I actually didn't put it in here, but I think... Uh, Can I just say, for anyone who's not Australian, this is a fucking mad conversation, even yes. now. So, I'll, I'll do a little bit of, uh, I guess, preamble, because I didn't write it down, even though I totally meant to. Um, so, big things, uh, in quotes, are basically just like roadside attractions on Australian highways. They, they exist in other countries, like America's nuts for them. Um, but they're basically just yeah. like an excuse to get people passing by to stop and buy stuff. Um, or, or like that's kind of where they came from. And then they, they sort of, at least in Australia and probably in other countries too, they're kind of a thing now where they've got like a, almost a cult following and some people will do mm. road trips just to go to them and take photos with them and kind of like tick them off like a scavenger hunt. It's, it's like this whole thing. Um, yeah, I'm trying yeah, to there's, there's I, a, there's a weird culture around them. Like we don't have them in the UK or at least you don't not, not to any degree where it's a thing. Right. And I first discovered them in a Dave Gorman book when he mentions the big things in Australia. Big things, yeah. Uh, if you if you had to take a guess uh, at how many things are listed, uh, well, actually, how many things are big things in Australia? What 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 would you go for? What sort of number. So, like, I want to say there's probably like twenty major big things, but now it makes me think there's probably like a fuckload. Yeah, so the um, at least on the top of that Wikipedia page, just listing a bunch of them, it was like there's an estimated 150. Fucking Jesus! Yeah, but this is the mad thing. As I was saying to Hobbs the other day, this country is largely empty. No, it isn't. It's just full of big, filled with big things. Yeah, it's full of dumb stuff. Um, but yeah, so, <laughs> now, now so that's gonna... no way to talk about the people of Australia, <laughs> uh, isn't it? Uh, mm. So yeah, we're gonna start. <laughs> we're gonna start with the big banana. Um, Kill our audience. <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, so, Not literally. <laughs> so the big banana, the one that most people have probably heard of or, or seen pictures of, uh, is in Coffs Harbour, New South Wales. Oh. Uh, you, I had no idea where any of these oh, things are. Okay, it's ba- it's yeah, it's like halfway between setting the Gold Coast or something like that. Um, like like <laughs> like a member of the Bluth family, uh, John Landy wanted people to stop at his roadside <laughs> banana stand. Uh, so in 1964, he set out to create the big banana. There's always money in the big banana. Yeah, well, I, there, there sure is nowadays. Uh, so it is a 13-meter-long banana sculpture statue. I'm not sure what the right word to use is here. Uh, I'm not sure if statue only pertains to living creatures. Bananas are herbs. I don't know. Nature's weird. Um, but yeah. Um, well, let's go with abomination. Cool. I'm, I'm going to use sculpture. Kaiju. Fruit kaiju. No, I'm going to go with sculpture because I think a lot of these uh, were listed as sculptures specifically. Um, 
but yeah, it was built in 1964 over the course of about three months uh, and opened just before Christmas that year. It was oh, like December, December 22nd. So I imagine they caught a lot of people like driving to and from Christmas stuff and driving home for that Christmas. That would have been a good time to launch a, a big banana. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, I know. The design. <laughs> it also does sound like uh, awful foreplay. Yeah, or just like a weird website. Now would be a great time to launch a bigbanana.com. Yeah, their website actually, coincidentally, is thebigbanana.com, which is just great. It's a good URL. I like that. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> uh, the design of the banana itself was created by local engineer Alan Chapman, uh, who took the most aesthetically pleasing banana he could get his hands on, cut it into 40 pieces, and used that to develop the plans. I guess to like get the internal structure and kind of get a better understanding of like how a banana holds itself together. I don't know. That part is literally from the Big Banana website. So I don't, I don't have any idea about structural design and I'm happy to say that now. But mm-hmm. I've got a couple of things to observe. Like obviously it was a bit before, it was back in the day before we could just like scan something, 3D scan yep. something. So that's different. Yep. But he could have easily A, taken some detailed photos. That's not that hard. Mm-hmm. But... To cut it into 40 pieces. Now, you mentioned one of the things is how the banana exists inside. Well, no, because he's not made a, an actual just large-scale banana. It'd be like I a fiberglass hollow banana, surely. Is it? Oh, I fucking hope so, because otherwise, <laughs> like, there's a big waste of banana flesh and seeds inside that yeah. we'll never see. Unless yeah. maybe at the 100th anniversary, the banana peels itself like an oh, alien egg, oh, like a no, xenomorph they let, egg. They let children burrow inside it. Oh, like James and the Giant Peach. Yeah, I hate this already. But phallic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Not, yeah. Do you want me to keep moving? James and the Giant Peach. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. No. no. Can't do this. <laughs> you go on. I've got to take a minute. <laughs> you laughing at your own joke? I'm laughing at James and the Giant Peen. It's good. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I'm trying to keep reading this. And, uh. So, you go on. I'll stop talking about... Ooh. All right. Uh, nowadays, children. nowadays, the Big Banana uh, sits in front of the entrance to the Big Banana Fun Park, uh, which is a theme park <laughs> built in the area around where the original Big Banana was set up. Uh I'm not going to talk too much about the park itself because, again, I don't want to just sound like I'm advertising for them um, because I'm definitely not. They did not pay for any of this. Um, Imagine if this is the first sponsorship we get. We say that almost every week when we start talking about a weird thing, but, you know. I'll take it. (laughs) Fuck yeah, I would. Um, But, yeah, what I I wanted to mention at this point was that uh, there's a little video that audio auto plays on their website and it shows a whole bunch of non-banana-related activities such as water slides, a toboggan, laser tag arena, mini golf, an indoor ice skating rink, a giant slide, a 4D cinema ride experience thing, and a like a gaming arcade. Like, I don't know how much banana-related content they have at the Big Banana Fun Park. And I've got some serious questions. Well, so maybe originally it was it intended to be a whole fruit bowl, and they were like, that's not that profitable, let's put a fun park in. Yeah. But can I just, or maybe they were going to do a bunch of bananas. Uh, yep. And they had other bananas they cut they, into 40 they, they seconds. Do, they do refer to it as a whole bunch of fun or something to that effect. Excellent, excellent. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to add, that sounds pretty rad. 
Yeah, no, it looked great. It looked like just a it looked like a regular theme park that maybe has some educational content about bananas in it somewhere. I really hope it's like that. <laughs> like, so often just like did all you the know food is banana based. <laughs> um I really hope they also use those wet floor cones that are shaped like banana peels. They're the best. Yeah, that'd be good. Um so so go again. It's got water slides, laser tag. Do you say uh, go karts and arcade? No, no, no. It's a, it's a toboggan, like a luge. If you've seen those. Oh yeah, they're like, great. Yeah, I, I like depending on who you talk to. It's a luge or a toboggan, but it's like a metal tube that you ride a thing down. I don't know how else to describe it. Tabluche. Yeah, um, yeah. Mini golf, indoor ice skating, giant slide. One of those four D cinemas where like the seats move and the whole unit moves that everyone's sitting yeah, in. Mate, I'll be honest, with you, I'm sold. Yeah. Like, you want to take a road trip to the Big Banana? Yes. I bet we could hit a ton of decent breweries along the way. Hey, Brew 2021. Hey, Brew 2021. We go to Coffs Harbour. Oh, mate. (laughs) Hey, Brew on the road. Yeah, I'll do it. Uh, Oh, finally, an excuse to use our social media account. (laughs) Yes. Anyway, (laughs) let's keep going. Uh, So, the Big Banana was Australia's first big thing. Um, but yeah, like I said before, there's now an estimated like minimum 150 uh, throughout the country. Some of them, like we Ridiculous. talked about with the big pheasant, might not be in commission anymore, but they're still there because how are you going to get they're rid of They're still big and things. Yeah. They're still extant. Um, yeah. Some of them are pretty bizarre uh, to the point of having weird cult followings or being excuses for, for road trips just on their own. Rather Some than of them just- are pretty bizarre as opposed to a giant banana. Uh, just you wait um, oh, which, so we're going to go through a bunch of uh, the other ones or some some of the other ones uh, they're in no particular order other than ones I found interesting or weird uh, so if I miss your favorite big thing along the way uh, dear listener uh, please write in and tell us all about it and I'll be sure to bring that up yes. on a future episode I, I want I want a feedback section where we list other people's favorite big things or yeah. big things they want to see Oh yeah, that that would actually be good as well. Yeah. Okay. Please, please. Send you re- us you those. ready to me to, ready for me to get into these? So, first one up is the big merino. Uh, are you familiar with the merino? Uh, sheep or yeah. Dan? Uh, sheep. Oh, yeah. I would so prefer a-, a giant Dan Marino, former quarterback for the. Look, that uh, would- they would dolphins. certainly be at the top of the list for weird shit to exist in Australia as a big thing. Just a yeah. giant Dan Marino statue. <laughs> or Jose. Both weird. Yeah, but that's yeah. spelt differently. Anyway, it's it's about the sheep. Uh, the, the This behemoth of a Marino ram sculpture uh, is based oh, just in... Just remembered it since Marino. <laughs> Sorry, carry yes, on. That, that's, what I, that's what I meant. Uh, yeah, so this one's based in Goulburn, New South Wales. G-O-U-L-B-U-R-N. Goulburn, 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 like yeah, that. Uh, and is nicknamed Rambo, which is great. Yeah, I'm into that. Uh, so that one was uh, opened in 1985 as a celebration of the local wool industry. Uh, this absolute <laughs> unit is 15.2 meters <laughs> tall and weighs 15.2 meters tall. That's large and weighs about 97 tons. Fuck! What are they making out of? I'm pretty sure it's just concrete. Why, like a, why aren't these things made of fiberglass? Like, uh, surely that not, would be easy. Like, fiberglass would just be destroyed by the weather. It's not great. Shh. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> um, despite these dimensions, it underwent a relocation in 2007 uh, to where it, it is off. now. Pardon? 
it wandered off uh, very very slowly um, yeah they wanted to move it closer to the Hume Highway to basically attract more people um, yeah well, you would wouldn't you yeah, if if you go to uh, bigmarino.com.au, uh, you can find a video of when they were moving it. And well, like a time lapse. No, well, no, it just moves incredibly oh. slowly. So they just like show clips of it. Um, but it's fucking incredible to see it. Like I, I, the first thing I thought of was like, imagine you're sitting there looking over your fence and you see this giant fucking merino head just slowly crawling across the horizon. <laughs> that would be a cause for some alarm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, that would be the moment that again, kaiju. Yeah, no, you would you would seriously be like, wait, what? F- what the fuck is happening? That would be that moment in the movie where I, I, I like this is only going to work on the on the <laughs> screen that you and I are sharing right now. Yes. Huh? <sighs> yeah, just like so second what, guessing whatever you're taking into your body at that point. Yeah. So, so for, for, for the audio audio uh, description, there is I was taking a drink of my beer, saw the giant merino moving. Shock alarm on the face, look down at the beer, and then shake my head like, oh, never again. Classic. Yeah. Like an Ealing Broadway movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's the big marina. Uh, next up, we've got the big prawn. Uh, so this yeah, that is, one's just fun. Well, this one is also the world's biggest prawn model, uh, this, this particular sculpture. I mean, um, you'd hope so. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's in Bellino, New South Wales. Uh, it's nine meters tall and 37 tons in weight. I don't mean to second guess you, but just in case we get a complaint, I believe it's Balna. Balna, cool. Yeah, thank you for that. Uh, a lot of these, yeah. Uh, also, who's going to complain? Are... No, look, I'm I'm happy to be corrected on pronunciations of of, of things. Uh, the fun thing with the big prawn is that in 2009, the local council voted to allow it to be demolished, but it never actually went ahead. Why would they do that? I don't know why they needed to vote if no one was actively planning to do it, but they did that anyway. Um, That's just like that evil councilman who shut down the youth club who also wanted to get rid of the big prawn, but they had a BMX competition and won enough money to save it. Nice. Very good. Yeah. Um, Isn't Bunnings, that a plot of Footloose? Yeah. Uh, Bunnings Warehouse actually ended up purchasing the site where the prawn is, uh, and they refurbished it. Uh, and the big prawn now sits next to the entrance to the Bunnings car park. All right, is there anything Bunnings can't do? Um, Open um, currently, obviously, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's, that's the big so prawn. Um, next one I've got here is the big buffalo. Um, so this one is uh, in Winelli, Northern Territory. I think it's Winelli. Um, oh, like fuck knows. Let's go with that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you can find the big buffalo up there. Uh, it was originally a parade float. Uh, I really thought you were going to say it was originally a prawn. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be a weird animal situation that I'm not into. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it was... (laughs) Dunham. It was saved from uh, recycling. So it was going to be destroyed, got saved. uh, And a local (laughs) buffalo trading business uh, bought it for a company mascot. Yeah. so he the he the the big buffalo was originally grey, uh, but they painted him pink so that he would stand out more. Uh, and the reason I'm including the big buffalo in this list is his nickname, Lefty. Uh, the nickname Lefty comes from the fact that one of its testicles is bigger than the other. Amazing. <laughs> that is phenomenal. Um, this does remind me. Oh, fuck, that's so good. I, I suddenly just thinking of all the unnecessary testicles in media, like in Red Dead, like horse testicles and that. Yeah, that. the amount of work but, someone had to do to animate that shit—it's wild. Yeah, wild and necessary. 
Um, Phenomenal. Next one, next one up. Well, hang the, on, just before we do that, on the yeah. way to Sheffield, on the way to Leeds, sorry, which I used to drive up to quite regularly when I was a youth because um, my grandparents lived there. Mm-hmm. Um, on the way up, there's a lot of steel mills, or used to be in Sheffield, and on the left, on the way up, you used to get in line with a set of cooling towers. On the left-hand side was a giant steel bull, um, okay. which was like a big mascot for the steel industry. And I mean massive bull made of steel. And it was stainless mm. steel, so it was really shiny and cool next to the motorway. Um, and then the company that uh, like owned that steel mill got taken out by someone else and they replaced it with their shitty corporate logo. But apparently that bull um, was bought and made its way into uh, becoming the centerpiece of a nightclub in Sheffield. <laughs> that's great <laughs> it was just in the middle of the dance floor and people used oh, to like man. crowd around it and dance I thought you were going to say it was like on the sweet. roof but in the, in the nightclub it's actually way yeah. better it reminds me of that bit in Wayne's World 2 where they're in the <sighs> communist themed nightclub and he's got like the big statue of Lenin behind him oh man that's very good there you go okay Britain's Next. only big thing in a pub <laughs> <laughs> yeah in a nightclub with drunken people dancing around it I mean great hell yeah uh, welcome to cool. the north baby next one on my list is the big crab uh the the big the big crab in question is based at a shell <laughs> petrol station in miriam vale queensland uh it was created Sorry, in 1979 it is a petrol station did you say i was at a petrol station uh it is basically on the roof of a shell petrol station yes is the roof the crab body basically no it's like sitting on top of a of like the flat sort of forecourt roof i guess from the from the picture i saw that's a shame. They could have done better, but I'm still happy about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, created in 1979 by the owner of the petrol station who wanted to promote his mud crab sandwiches. I personally, I think a sign would have done the trick with some words on it, but you know, you do you. <laughs> it, it was an era of doing whatever the fuck you wanted. <laughs> yeah, right. And now to be like, ah, right. shell, shell corporate won't allow that. Is Fuck there you, some kind of crab, good crab shell joke here? Yeah, there definitely is, but I didn't think to write it. Fair enough. Um, um, <laughs> we'll workshop it on the fly. Come on. Um, no. No, I got to say, though, I love the fact he's like, mm, I make a really good mud crab sandwich, but no one's going to buy a mud crab sandwich from a uh, petrol station with good wouldn't. reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know what I'll do. Instead of not selling mud crab sandwiches, I will invest in a giant. Amazing. But yeah. I've also had the thought of like, imagine you're on a road trip and you're in, what's this town again? Uh, Miriam Vale, Queensland. Yep. Never heard of it either. It's probably no. massive knowing us, but uh, um, and you're on the road trip and you're like the passenger and you're asleep in the car and you pull over some, for some fuel or you pull over for something. They go to the, the driver goes for a pee. They pull over in like the car park, you bit the petrol station, which is just outside mm-hmm. and you wake up slightly bleary eyed and you're like <laughs> leaning back in the, in the passenger seat and you wake up. And the first thing you do is lock eyes with a 20-foot crab on the roof of a petrol station. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh no, it's finally happening again. Like, I think, I think the, the, the even less less likely one is like, you're driving down the highway, you see the crab, you're like, oh, I wonder if they've got mud crab sandwiches. I wonder if that's <laughs> what that means. Do you know what I have in ages, darling? Are you going to say a mud crab sandwich? No, I was going to say KFC. Who the fuck eats mud crab sandwich? <laughs> and also, why would I get a mud crab sandwich out here? What's wrong? I think we should divorce. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so the, the next... You got the next, for me. Yeah, the, ne- the next few ones I've got to sort of fill out the list of Australia's big things are not uh, technic- they're not like big things in name they're not the big X uh, in terms of what they're referred to as but they definitely fit the spirit so it's like not the letter of the law but the spirit kind of situation uh, so the 
the first I'll one. I'll allow it. Thank you. Uh, the first one is the Fairfield Industrial Dog Object, or FIDO for short. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, like, so I was so annoyed at the fact that they'd use the word object because I was like, why? This is so confusing. Uh-huh. But no, I love it. So this 5.5 meter tall hardwood sculpture of a dog sits next to the Fairfield train station in Melbourne, Victoria. Uh, this like that's that, that station is actually yeah it's pretty close to where I live you and I have stood outside that station I've never seen this I've no, we got I've, an Uber from there once no I think you might be thinking of a different station I've never been that to might have been station. Dennis yeah Dennis for sure because I used to live like five minutes from it um, but no I've, I've never lived I've never gone into well like I've never used Fairfield train station despite living very near to it at one point um, well, but it's right it's is it right within next 5k of your current place uh, probably treat yourself yeah i'll go for a run i'll go find it i'll go find this just fighter. for the record by the way people these are all northern suburbs of melbourne if you're not one of our melbourne listeners and um yes we did say there's a place called dennis and yes i am obsessed by it no there's i don't i don't know if there's a place called dennis there's a train station called no dennis. It, 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 the surrounding suburb is also called dennis it's it's not much of a suburb because it must with it must be a, an Rude. enclave with the proud Northcote. people of dennis <laughs> yeah <laughs> something like that um, Denetians. There's a, there's a couple of them in the Melbourne CBD itself. Um, so there's the What's, coin there's the coin purse at the end of Burke Street Mall. Oh yeah, that looks like a slightly wilting um, mollusk. Yeah, yeah, but I I like when I go into the city. There's always some sort of group of tourists taking photos with it because it's a weird thing. Yeah, um, it looks like the and, flashiest clam you've ever seen. Yeah, basically, I thought it was a clam when I first saw it from a distance. I was like, what the fuck Saints. is that thing? Um, the other one is in the Melbourne Central Shopping Centre. There is the giant Seiko pocket watch, uh, which sort of is oh. over that that thing there. Over the I'm annoyed by that one. I don't think that counts. That's a big like, thing. Like, not, not to you. I'm just saying that yeah. anyone's claiming that's a big thing. That's, oh, no. that's a get no, fucked. That's I'm, a big corporate I'm, logo. I'm putting them there to sort of lead up to the, to the last one on the list more than anything. Um, okay. Can I just say, I'm just like, no, that's a big corporate logo. Like, the giant mud crab is not. <laughs> yeah. They're all trying to sell something. Um so yeah, this last one isn't on any of the lists I found, uh, but if you've ever driven from Melbourne Airport to the city, you probably will have seen it. Uh, it's officially called the Melbourne International Gateway, but it is a, brig, a big, bright yellow rectangular sculpture, basically just a giant steel beam they painted yellow, about 70 meters long that extends over the City Link motorway near Flemington. Uh, it is also known as the cheese stick, or with some people that I know, the giant French fry. Um, you will have seen this thing, I think, probably driving back yeah. from the airport. Oh yeah. Um, but I definitely think it deserves a place on this list. Um, it's not like it wasn't created to represent in like the, a cheese stick or a French fry, but it fucking looks like one. Come on. Yeah, it is. It's just it's just a large yellow Rod. cuboid. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely like, not. It's definitely not an international gateway as it's officially known. I mean, fuck. Yeah. What's better is when you go the other way and you see that weird trippy like building with forced perspective like suspended in between poles. Oh yeah, that's when you're going out to like towards Ballarat or sort of that yeah, way. Yeah, right? on the Western yeah. Freeway, Western Ring Road. Yeah, that I think that's a way better one. Um, yeah, that's of, cool. Of art, but yeah. um, the cheese stick I'm into. Uh, can I tell you about my favorite big thing, or do you want to do that after the jump? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think I've got a couple more things to do sort of on the way out of this episode, so we can. Uh, I actually put a space in there in here for myself to uh, ask you f- for, for your own feedback. So we'll get to that in just a minute. Phenomenal. So uh, we've, we've done 
my list of some weird Australian big things. Uh, you you said you've got uh, some of your own. You wanna you wanna call out here? What have you got? Well, I've, I, I've I've got like there's a couple of notable ones. Like the big pineapple, I'm aware is like also a yes. music festival and stuff. And yeah. there are a couple of mad big things out there. Yeah, but, that, that, um, that one definitely came up, but it was like everyone's heard of that one. Like the big banana, I felt like I had to do the big pineapple. I was say, and I was we've like, also yeah, already fine. had some fruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need something that isn't fruit. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, no, my favorite is the Big Bogan. Uh, yeah, that did come up, but I couldn't find enough information to kind of fill out uh, something that wasn't just me going, there's a statue of a Bogan. Yeah, and then you have to kind of explain what Bogans are as well. And it's yeah. one of those weird cultural things like Chavs where it's kind of hard to actually explain without lived yeah. experience. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think the Big Bogan is in a place called Bogan, if I'm, if I'm not I wrong. I can believe it. Um, I believe it's in Bogan, like New South Wales or something, and that's where the word comes from. Or rather, right. they've adopted they've it and been like, it, oh, yeah. we've got a big Bogan. Yeah, I'll say too, yeah. like uh, in Victoria, there's at least two or three documented big Ned Kelly statues. Yeah, right. We yeah. we love a good, um, I want to say outlaw, thief. Something like that, yeah. Cop killer, but, all this but sort of stuff. But they're like not just a regular statue size. They're like weirdly outsized with how big some of these are well they've always also just got like two very big guns and two very and a very big bucket yeah. helmet not yeah. like anything else to scale yeah yeah it's they're 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 out there but they're they're a bit odd um yeah. i've got a, i've got a, uh, so, so you said there aren't really any of these in the uk right because that was what i was going to ask you about um i mean there, there almost certainly is a couple mm. but like they're not. I mean, I could, I could they're, probably crowdsource like, an they're answer. They're not like they're not well known as just like a general cultural thing. No, we've got weirder things like, um, and this actually appears in Forza Horizon Four, so you might have seen this. Mm. But we've got the weird like mountains, hillside sculptures, hillside like oh yeah, cuttings. like on the ground on the side of a hill, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So there's a really famous one of a giant with his cock out. Yes, um, which is fantastic. Yeah, like a bit of like Paleolithic or Neolithic art or something. They mm-hmm. just cut into the mountainside, and then they've maintained. It's fantastic. Yeah, um, I love stuff like that. Like you get some of that out here as well, but it's definitely a bit a bit more rare to see it here. Yeah, well, it's not. I mean, it's not that common in the UK. I think it's just like a couple of them are quite famous and stuff. But yeah, um, yeah. And yeah. what have we got? Big things in the UK. Do we have any mad big things? I just can't. I just can't think of any offhand. Yeah, whereas like, like I'm not even from Australia, and I knew a bunch of these already. Like they're just they're a weird yeah. thing that is pervasive within the culture here. Yeah, it's a weird Australiana thing. I think. Well, I think probably you'll find that kind of thing on like Route 66 in America, maybe yeah, where they were yeah, like, I I didn't go into any of the US stuff because honestly that would take too fucking long. Um, yeah, because they sort of but started got, it all. Well, if it's like transcontinental travel, then it's yeah. like get people to stop at your thing was. Yeah. yeah, like you say, that's the reason that people did those. Yeah, well, like looking at, where, looking at where the big banana is, like it's basically the one motorway that takes you from New South Wales up to Queensland. It's right on it. So, and I'm assuming at the time it know. wasn't a motorway either. It would have been just like no, uh, like the highway. Been, it would have been the the main way that you go up that. Oh way. yeah, but what I mean is like now it's like a three lane oh, yeah. motorway or whatever. Yeah, um, and that like I'm, I was going to get to like some of the there are things like this in New Zealand as well. And I think yeah. it's it's also probably born from the fact that like our motorways, there's basically one, maybe two ways to drive up and down the country. So Ufa. you've got a bottleneck in terms of our road network. So everybody's driving past no matter what. There's no other way to go. 
Yeah, and, and Australia, Australia is a, a lot little, of concrete is rubbing their hands together. Yeah, Australia is a little bit like that with the way that most of the roads sort of go around the coast. Yeah, um, yeah, because it's, it's where everyone lives. Yeah, but I'm going to go through. Uh, I've picked three of the New Zealand ones because they're right. silly and I love them. Um, How very New Zealand. Well, you'll see. So there is the big bull, uh, which is a four meter tall bull sculpture. Uh, it is built in the town of Bulls. Uh, and it mm. is to mark the importance of Bulls the animal to Bulls the town. Um, I like have one ta- major the- question. Yeah. Which of his testicles is largest? Uh, that didn't come up. Um, Bulls, Bulls is a weird place because uh, my understanding is it's named Bulls just because of the cattle industry. And then they just built a bull to kind of, you know, complete mm. the circle. Uh-huh. Um, I guess call a spade also- a spade. Yeah, there is also the big donut. Um, it it is built to repre- is built to look like the iconic Simpsons donut, uh, with a bite taken oh, like out that. of it. Um, okay. It is it is set up in the town of Springfield, uh, to, and it was done to promote the Simpsons movie. Get out! Yeah, we have a Springfield. The fact that you have a big thing to promote the Simpsons movie is weird. Yeah, to it's, me. it's it's also like it's a very small town, and no one ever drives through it. Like I don't know why they put it there, other than the fact that it's called Springfield. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> um, that's the last one I've got. The last one I've got is uh, the big lemon and pie dough bottle. Uh, so, oh, I have seen that. Yeah, yeah. So, so in the, I find in, it weird that you have that. Yes. So there that's is a, a uh, an iconic New Zealand soft drink called uh, L and P, which stands for lemon and pie dough, which is lemon, the main ingredient, and pie dough, the town in which it was created. Um, which I think I covered on the. Um, episode I did with Ben about my favorite New Zealand food, basically. Um, Quite possibly, yeah. Yeah, so the big lemon and pie bottle is in the town of Pie where the drink is made, uh, which, yeah, stands for lemon and pie uh, It's just, it's silly. Uh, there was also, there was one I found uh, that existed at one point in Australia, which was just a big box cask wine. Um, but it had, yes. it was like, it's basically just a rectangular building, right? But it had since like been painted over and was not in use. So I didn't put the it big in there. Goon. Yeah. No, it was just, it was the box. Like imagine, have you seen, uh, the bean in Chicago? Yes. Could you imagine that? But it's a goon bag that I yes. want, that I want to see excellent. Yeah. that, that, okay. If people want to write in with their suggestions for desired big things, that's mine. I want to see a big goon sack. Yeah. I, I, I too want to see that now. <laughs> I, I too am a thirsty boy. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that that's uh, that's big things. So we went from uh, yeah banana stout to the big banana to big things. Look tangential as ever, but that's what we do. That's how we roll, baby. Mm. I, I, I'm gonna yes, I'm gonna do a little bit of research to see if we have any big things in the UK, but not right now. Yeah, I mean you got like you got Stonehenge, but like come on, it's not like a statue to represent something else. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was gonna say Stonehenge. It's also not even that big. No, I've I've been there. It's more like the area that's fenced off is larger than Stonehenge itself. Yeah, it's part of Salisbury Plains as well. It's really close mm. to a big RAF uh, military testing ground. Mm. Sorry, I'm just watching my cat who looks like he's gonna be sick. Might have to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's best. What a weird episode this has been. Yeah, well, look, it's lockdown. It's going to be weird for at least another few weeks. Keeping it surreal. Yeah, something like that. Mm. 
Okay, well, in that case, folks, if you've enjoyed any of this and you want to check us out on other things that we other post other things on, um, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Hebrew Podcast. That's Hebrew Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, aka all the ones that matter. Uh, Mike? Uh, yeah, there's also the website Hebrew.zone where you can find links to all of those plus uh, places to subscribe. Uh, there's also the email address uh, hello at Hebrew.zone uh, where you can send in anything you like, uh, feedback, questions, other beers that we should get into, stories that you think we might find interesting or just big things that you wish existed. Uh, we'll take Yeah, I really want to hear big anything. things that you think should exist. Yeah, that'd be great. I, I, I'm super keen to have people's weird, surreal stuff and I anticipate that if we do get any, a lot of them are going to be the big penis and stuff like that. Yeah, let's just uh, blanket blanket rule. We've already thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> blanket rule. We already got that. No, I'm not going to make claims I can't back up. We have an Instagram. Now wait till we set up the Hebrew OnlyFans. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, well, if you'd like to see a Hebrew OnlyFans, please give us a five-star review or rating on your favorite podcast consumption app yeah or, or just, just like and subscribe yeah please it it really helps yeah genuinely does uh tell your friends tell some people you don't like um yeah. a lot of people sitting around at home us. with not a lot to do maybe they could put some hay brew in their ears yeah it's, yeah it's like eardrops but it's not as good for you beer drops nice yeah nice fantastic okay well um i don't have anything else no, I'm pretty good. Okay, same. Yeah. Well, in that case, this has been Hey Brew. I have been and will continue to remain Elliot. I mean, I'm Mike. Uh, <laughs> I, don't know how I, I don't know how I did that. Um, cheers. Cheers. Look, look! I'm trying to I'm trying to bring the same weird energy that we have in person to the uh, yeah. No, I the, like it. I was like, how many words are you, are you going to try and crowbar in there? <laughs> 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 <laughs>